Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Crellin, CEO of the American Influencer Association. On today's show, we have Ryan Edgar, singer and songwriter. Ryan shares his journey from America's Got Talent to writing songs for the hit show, Empire. Ryan gives us an AI exclusive on his new radio single, Somebody Testify. And now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to this edition of American Influencer Real Talk. I have Ryan Edgar, singer and songwriter, on today's podcast. Hey, Ryan. How's it going, Josh? Great. It's so uh, nice to do this podcast, and we've known each other for quite some time, so it's always fun for me to interview a real friend. Right on. Yeah, I bet. I mean, they're all my friends, but you know, <laughs> I've known you a long time, and I've known your wife since I was 17, so... Uh, 20, 22 years. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a grip, man. That is. But you know what? It's really, it really is more like, it's just a little easier to work with people that you have history with that you know well. You right. Know? It just changes the whole uh, experience. Now, you, know? you have uh, had an extraordinary musical career as a singer songwriter. You have, uh, well, why don't you tell me some of the artists that you've worked with? I know Toby Mac and Kurt Franklin, mm-hmm. but tell me some more. Let's see. Um, I've worked with, uh, uh, yeah, Kirk Franklin, Toby Mac, we said those, and then um, Israel Houghton. I toured with Israel Houghton for like five or six years with N- Israel and Newbreed, and we went around the world and sang on a few of his albums, and it was an extraordinary experience, man. I learned a lot and from him. What was it like? Uh, was it like a boot camp learning from him, or how, how, how would you describe it? A lot, no, it it wasn't so much of a boot camp. It would be more like, you know, thrown into the deep end of the pool type Mm. thing. Oh, wow. That's what I'd say. (laughs) Yeah, because all of a sudden I was in a, like I was in this situation where I was surrounded by like people who were the greatest at what they do, Mm. you know, some unbelievable singers, unbelievable musicians. And I was watching him work every night and man, it was just like school for me, school of hard knocks. (laughs) But- but we, but it was fun. <laughs> Tell me about working on Empire. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, I have a friend of mine. His name's Sean Hamilton. That I, I, I probably written 150 songs with Sean, and Sean ended up moving over to work with Rodney Jerkins. So that's where we were working all the time. So I ended up working with Rodney on uh, on Empire and all the artists who came through, and uh, yeah, we got a grip of songs on Empire too. What was that like working on a television show versus, you know, working in the studio for an, an album? Um, it was, I feel like it's easier. And here's why. Is because w- whenever you're working on a show, they give you um, a specific scenario and you know the person's story. And so you kind of have a word bank that's already set up. I call it a word bank for things to write from, you know, when we're writing songs. And uh, so it'll have a specific vibe and direction. And there's no doubt that that's the way that it needs to go, you know? So there's not a lot of second guessing about the direction. Just like, okay, let's go do it. Let's write this. So it's a little, for me, it was a little easier. And are they full versions of the songs or, or are they a shortened version for the television show? Um, no, you, you record the full version of the song and then they splice it up on nice. the TV show. Yeah, okay, however cool. they want, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a lot of our fans and our followers know you from America's Got Talent, and uh-huh. you're a part of the Edgar family band with uh, your wife, Nikki, yes. and Jaslyn, uh-huh. uh, your daughter. Uh, I 
Before we go into that, what was it like for you to go into a television show and you've already worked behind the scenes? So that's a little different than my other interviews because most people are like, I was from Chicota and I didn't know. But, you know, you and Nikki had an extensive career before America's Got Talent. Right. Well, for us, it was um, it was a really kind of like it was an interesting experience in this way. When I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked it. The fact that we lived, you know, 5 minutes from the Dolby Theater and we were, you know, 7 or 8 minutes from where we had to go audition. So, being that we live in Los Angeles and uh we go out for jobs and we work on TV things already. Um going to the audition was just like, oh, it's another day in LA, you know? So it wasn't like we were living in Ohio and they flew us out. And it's like this big build. You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, it's another audition, just another day. Let's look at it like that. And we kind of kept that uh, that space the whole time we were on the show. So we'd be at the Dolby performing. And then, you know, 45 minutes later, we would be at the house, you know, relieving the babysitter, ordering <laughs> Thai food. <laughs> you know what I mean? What was it so, like to uh, kind of be thrusted in a different kind of limelight? Um, it was interesting because... Um, going from just producing music and being online and um, working on things kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm on this TV show. If you listen, I wrote that song or something. You know, instead of that, it's more of people texting you, hey, man, you're on TV. You know, you just walked into their living room, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's a lot more accessible and people feel like, whoa, you know, so you get like a ton of texts from, you know, the last 20 years, anybody who has your phone number. <laughs> well, <You know? laughs> the fans always want to know, what was it like working with Simon? Oh, that was actually really great. I, I really appreciated him. He was really heartfelt, and he was a new father at the time, and so he had a real connection to us and our family, I feel like, and he was really, uh, he was really kind to us. Yeah. For those who are not familiar with the Edgar family story, can you briefly tell us about it? Okay, Edgar family story. Well, that made it on the show. Yeah, yeah. These successful groups of people. <laughs> well, I met I met Nikki in um, 2013, and we were married. Uh, so I met Nikki in January 2013, and we were married 2014 uh, in August, and then we had a wedding in November. Wow. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so that's how it started. Um, and when I met her, of course, I met Jaslyn soon thereafter, fell in love with Jaslyn. She's just a phenomenal person. And we connected right off the bat. And uh, yeah, we just started to build the family from there, you know, like, like we became, uh, a, we became um, something we always wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And how did music influence you guys? And how did you decide, I'm going to do a family band now? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, like, in the, well, the way that these shows work, sorry, I'm like having to get my thoughts in order. No, no. Telling, but um, the way these shows work is you have a producer who helps you through the process and they actually reach out to you from the beginning, you know, you kind of work with them, you know, so I don't want to lift the veil too much <laughs> for the audience, you know, so I don't want to pull the curtain back too they far. They know I'm a TV producer. I, I, I ruin it all the <laughs> you time. Did? You ruin yeah, it? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, um, Nikki was friends with one of the producers and she had been for years and he's asked her to come on the show and she was like, nah, nah, you know, and one year he reached out to her and she was like, you know what? We have a family band because, I mean, we would sing songs when friends would come over and do fun stuff like that. But we weren't a touring band or anything like that. We were just, you know, a family that could sing together. And Nikki was like, hey, 
well, my husband's a great singer and player and my daughter and we do this thing together. And he's like, send me something. So we sent a video and he's like, well, here's your audition. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be in, I think it was like May, our first one. Wow. Yeah. Were you nervous going to the audition? Because, I mean, you, you're already working in the business. Well, you know, any audition has kind of that thing about it where, you, you know, you want to feel like you're in your skin, you're in the moment. But it's hard. It's hard. Auditioning's hard because you're, you know, the judgment parts of it. That's what they're there to do. They're there to see if you can fit this part or not. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're definitely looking for characters and different things yeah, to yeah, fill yeah. in the slots. Yeah, yeah. They're not like your friends over to celebrate you. I mean, they're, they want you to win. Yeah. You know, when you go into an audition, they do want you to win. But it can be nerve-wracking. Auditions can be hard. But the first one wasn't so hard. It wasn't as, you know, uh, it wasn't as difficult. I would say the... Um, the one that that aired on TV first, the one in Pasadena live, I was nervous before that one, before we walked out on stage because we got there at like 8.30 or 9 in the morning, you know, and then it was like 9.30 at night or something by the time we performed. Oh, so wow. it was late and we had been waiting a long time. So that gives you a lot of time to think. <laughs> <laughs> Too much time to yeah, think. Yeah, I was just going over and over again in my head, the song that I knew really well, you know. So what song was it? It was uh, Stand By You. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's a good song. So, okay. I have to ask, because when you're thrusted on television, you have this new spotlight on you and your family, and our show is the American Influencer Real <laughs> Talk. Uh, when did you feel influential on the show? Um, when did I feel influential? I would say it would be around the times that, like, when people were reaching out to me, asking me what's going on, and like, wow, I saw you guys on TV, and, you know, your following gets boosted, and that's automatic new influence, you know, and that can make you feel that way. And people want to know the story. And um, also the, the opportunities that happened afterwards were a lot of uh, um, uh, corporate things, you know, so we would be singing in front of, you know, eight, 10,000 people, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it would be, you know, that was a different level than what we were getting called to do before. So did yeah. you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, it was great. Well, fun. you have a new single that you've released, and as you know, I'm a huge fan of it. Oh, come on, Josh. It's called Somebody Testify. Hey. And uh, you can download it, and your EP just came out as well. So yes. tell us about the song, tell us about your project, and where can they get it? Okay, cool. Um, my single is called Somebody Testify, and just like you said, and also the EP is called Somebody Testify. So <laughs> that's the song that we're going with, but uh, we... Uh, um, it's, it's, it's playing on the radio right now on Christian radio stations. Um, but you can go to, I'd love you to go to Spotify. And if you would follow me as an artist, and if you would download the album, and if you download the single, that would be phenomenal. I would love it. That's how you can support and go, go hear it. But I'd love for you to do that. Now, what does the song mean to you? Uh, somebody testify. What is, what is that? Um, okay. So when we wrote this song, um, I wrote a, I wrote the song with, uh, Mia Fields and a guy named Bede Benjamin Corporal, or Bede BK, whatever you want, <laughs> a little easier. But Mia is a longtime friend of mine. I've known her for uh, over, well over a decade. And um, she is a phenomenal writer. Like lyrics, she is just unbelievable. She's such a deep, a deep well when it comes to um, how to express yourself in different ways and, you know, and how to communicate with people, you know, and, and really get a point across. And, uh, so it was my first, actually, this was my first session to write for this album. And I had called her and a friend of mine over uh, in Nashville at Capitol. And 
we put this session together and I flew out and this was my first session for this. And I wanted to be with her because she's so phenomenal um, in this space. And, you know, I've written, like I said, you know, a lot of songs now, but not necessarily focused for this space. And she was just awesome. And she knows me so well that she could um, help point it in the right direction, you know? So getting into that session, her first words were, you know, I feel it in the room. And we were like, whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> Take me to church already. What are you feeling? You know, yeah, that's amazing. Well, you know, we were trying to like we were trying to project what was happening in the room while we were talking about the song because we were talking about what we wanted to sing about, what we wanted to make a song about. We were getting inspired. And she came up with that line and and it was like for, and it it just poured from there. And in that in that session, it was just really this desire to have people experience what we were feeling in that moment. Like, how can we package this and send this into the future mm. so that people can, you know, um, people can get a hold of the message in this song? That's know? influence. Hey, that's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, working on Empire and working with all these artists, uh, uh-huh. what made you want to do a gospel track? Um, well... Actually, well, the, the whole time that I've been writing songs over these these years, working in TV film and all that, um, it's been so much fun, you know. And and we've been able to to build that sort of a business to the point where it's just like it's just so great for us. We love it. We love working in that space. And I've been doing that for years. And on the weekends, I was leading worship at a church um, out in Covina called Luminate Church. And so I was there for about two and a half years. And um, during that time, it was the first time my wife had been around me doing it consistently, like leading at, at a church. And that's kind of how I served. I didn't, I wasn't writing for that space or doing that. It's just how I was serving, you know? And she saw me doing that. And uh, she encouraged me one day on the way home. She's like, what are you doing? You know, why aren't you making music that mm-hmm. could fit into this space? Some worship music, some stuff that's inspirational that you know, people can see that side of you. And I had like a whole list of reasons, but every one of those got shot down really quick because my wife is very smart, mm. you know? <laughs> and she uh, really encouraged me. And after that talk, something changed in me where I was like, I opened up to it. And that feeling and that moment just kind of grew to where it was like, this is what we need to do. And so I started taking step after step in that direction. And here we are now. And a lot of people are relating to it. So thank you for writing such a beautiful song. Phenomenal. Can you sing a line or two for our influencer audience? I know I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. Uh, Somebody testify of everything he's done. Somebody prophesy every good thing that's to come. Somebody shout the name that shifts the atmosphere. Oh, if you know he's good and he will do it. Somebody testify. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much. That was beautiful. If our listeners want more information about you or to follow you on social media, where do they go? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at the Ryan Edgar. Also, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Edgar, which I'm just starting again. And uh, Facebook, uh, Ryan Edgar on Facebook. And don't forget his EP, That's Somebody right. Testify, is now available. Yes. And do us a favor. Just put it on repeat on Amazon Music Go get and it. Apple That's right. Music. Yeah. That's it. And follow me on Spotify. And yes, because that stuff helps. When you, the reason why you want people to to follow you is um, 
when you have new followers that come on, it helps you to boost the song when it comes out. And it, it also helps them hear it faster. Oh. So yeah, interesting, right? And the more you know. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to start following more on Spotify. Thanks for telling me that. Yeah, for sure. All right, friends, don't forget to follow Ryan and stay tuned for next week's episode. Thanks for listening to our conversation with Ryan Edgar. You can keep up with the latest episode of our podcast by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to follow us on social media at AIA Real Talk Podcast. That's AIA Real Talk Podcast. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and it's edited by our friends at Lasting Media. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on the Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.